about what we give our time, attention, and love. We enjoy sharing and following friends, family, colleagues, and inspirational leaders aligned with our passions and interests in a hyper-connected world. We're all about tribes. We join tribes that speak to us and align with our vibe. In Tribe Goals, we share time with key lifestyle and industry change makers as they share some of their inspirations, thinking, and flow with their communities. We'll see how they started and grew their tribe, as well as which they have joined and how that has fueled them. I'm your host, Kimmy Smith, and we'll navigate our favorites in our show, Tribe Goals. On today's episode of Tribe Goals, I catch up with two co-stars from Star's second season of Power Book 2, Ghost, which premieres on November 21st. We sat down with Method Man and Lorenz Tate. In the first half of the podcast, we catch up with a legendary performer of the Wu-Tang Clan, an actor in a number of TV series and films, Method Man. We talk about his diverse career and what we can expect in the latest season. We delve into the writer's room and the phenomenal cast, which includes his co-stars and musical collaborators, Mary J. Blige and Redman. We also talk about his commitment to fitness and how he continues to increase expanding his business into the cannabis industry and NFTs. What was it about this series that made you want to be involved? Well, I mean, that that first series was was great. And the way they ended it in 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 the season finale, it was unheard of um so tell me about you play davis mclean what's your process like in playing him like how do you get into that mindset well now it's just throwing on the suit you know uh in the beginning <laughs> of course in the beginning, uh, you do your due diligence you you do your uh, your research you uh try and find a voice for this character you want to know his intentions all the stuff that that goes into uh building a character but once you uh get into it and you and the writers are on the same page. It's, you know, it's all hitting the ground running after that. You know, it's pretty easy. Did you find that you added more into the character than maybe just what was in the script? No, I give I give the writers 110 percent credit. I mean, outside mm-hmm. of an ad lib here and there, you know, like a motherfucker or something like that. <laughs> I get all the credit for that. They they know exactly who this man is. And when only time I would ever say something is when I feel like they're not being true to the character, which hasn't happened. Right. Well, I know last year when it launched, I was just so excited to have you and Mary J. Blige in there together. I think that's amazing. And this season, Red Man is coming on. Like, how exciting is that for you to be on set and, and be a part of all these cultural moments with great people you've worked with? Well, we made our music quota. We needed more diversity on the show. Um, <laughs> Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's great. I mean, Mary's great. Uh, the days that, uh, you know, I see her on set, it's always fun. You know, she likes to laugh and I like mm-hmm. to joke. That's, that's the perfect combination right there. And what can I say about Red Man? I've been working with dude for like most of my career. So, you know, they knew they had something there. They had instant chemistry when they brought him in. So it was pretty simple. Pretty cool. Well, to catch our readers up on what's taken place, where did we leave Deep Davis last uh, in last season? And what's coming up that you can share with us about what we can expect? The last season, Davis um, kind of ended. He was on riding a high because he won one of the biggest cases of his career. And uh, mm-hmm. his uh, nemesis fired in the process, which is icing on the cake. But where other people see gloating, where they would gloat about it, Davis sees an opportunity and he hires the former U.S. attorney. On his, there's a bit more layers there that I'm not at liberty to say right now, but uh, 
I think that uh, Dave, Dave is being as calculated as, as he is. There's a reason for him hiring Sachs at this moment. So just stay mm-hmm. Well, we are definitely excited to catch that out. And, you know, as the co-founder of Athleisure Mag, one of the things we love about you is you are always in the gym. You are always like staying ready (laughs) and keeping it awesome. That's why. (laughs) In fact, um, we are covered two issues ago. Be Real was like, I give up, give it up to Method Man. He is always working out. So (laughs) that was his little shout out to you. (laughs) What are three moves that you love doing when you hit the gym? Uh, Deadlifts. Bench squats, my favorite. Nice. Yeah. nice. And just as someone who, once again, you have such a great body of work and, and had a successful career and have one, obviously, you know, TV and film and and, and being in the Wu-Tang Clan and, and you're going into NFTs and cannabis and all these things. How do you take time for yourself? Because you are a very busy man. I don't. I never have any time anymore. But, you know, um, I could be doing a hell of a lot worse, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Matter of fact, I, I take that back. When football season starts, mm-hmm. occasionally they interrupt my Sundays, but usually Sundays all football from it's from one o'clock through eleven. Method Man and finding out more about how his character, Davis McLean, ended the last season and what we can expect from this season, we had to talk to Lorenz Tate to find out about Councilman Rashad Tate. Lorenz joined the original series of Power in the last two seasons of the show. He talks with us about how his character continued in the premiere season and what we can expect in this season. We also talk about what drew him to this show, his character, and how he has maintained longevity in this career. to not only have your character continue on into this series, but also to just be a part of this cast. I love it. You, I signed up uh, because I, I wanted to um, continue. And the fact that the incredible Courtney Kemp, who's the creator of the show, found value in incorporating me into the show um, just meant a lot. Uh, yeah. I, as you said, I was able to be a part of the original uh, Power series, which was mm-hmm. a flagship show, and to uh, find my character in this show uh, is great. I mean, the, the writing is fantastic. Um, it's probably the closest thing to Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, Graphics are a little different, a little younger with meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there are some similarities, uh, but certainly uh, the fact that there is some value in seeing Tate <laughs> still <laughs> still surviving you right. know, the, the original uh, uh, show, because there's so many people who didn't make it out of that show. There's so many, you know, uh, there was uh, people who just, you know, just didn't make it. And so in this, we get a chance to see a show uh, in a storyline where there's a lot of wins. There's some losses. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some good people with good intentions, but uh, bad decisions. And yep. I think life kind of is like that. And so yep. it, it's it relatable when people watch our show, they get a chance to either see themselves or how they would interpret act or react uh, in the way that the characters that they're they're watching mm-hmm. and as an actor it's just great to you know have uh, words and dialogue and stories that uh is just you know really 
uh, multifaceted, you know, it's just multidimensional. And when they write, they don't paint in trope, you know, they don't, right. you know, they don't, they don't paint by the numbers. And so it's, uh, it's, it's truly gratifying. I'm, I'm excited. And what drew you just to want to be a part of this amazing, you know, just show? Like what got you that you're like, oh, my God, that's that's so me. <laughs> well, I can take it all the way back to the original power. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that I, I was I love the show when I saw the yeah. show, <clears throat> excuse me, I was saying I dig this, you know, and these characters should be materialized. This representation yeah. should be there because it's more than what people might think on the outside. It's a show about, you know, the underworld and drug dealing It's so much more. It's really was a show about family and brotherhood and sisterhood, mm-hmm. you know, deceit and deception, yeah. um, you know, uh, big decisions, people finding a way out of their circumstances, mm-hmm. uh, empowerment, all of it, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You know, I was like, this is really nice. And originally I was casted to portray a different character, different role. Hmm. I was casted to play in, in um, what was it, season three or season four, uh, the lawyer, um, Terry Silver, who oh, wow. helping uh, a ghost while he goes to, jail, goes to jail and finds himself falling uh, in love with the Tasha character. Mm-hmm. I, I was away working. It didn't happen. Uh, long story short, I called Courtney Kemp and I said, listen, listen, I love this black excellence. You know, I'm down. Whatever <laughs> yeah. you want me to do, let's, let's do it. I said, I'll come and do an episode, whatever. Give yeah, me like, just give me in there. <laughs> whatever, I'll do it. And, and, and I said, this is me talking, not reps, agents and managers. Yep. All that. So this is me talking to you. And she says, listen, I have a really cool character that we're about to start filming on. Are wow. you okay? I'm like, yeah. And she says, uh, it's a politician. And by the way, um, his last name is going to be Tate. I was like, oh, yeah, this is dope. let's go, let's go, let's go. And I said, well, you know, um, she didn't give me a whole lot to go from. But then we began to talk about it. And she says, I kind of want to see what you're going to do with it. But here's yeah. the Here's the setup. And they trusted me. And I was able to come in and just, you know, I wanted to kind of dispel the idea that, you know, this this politician, as soon as he walks into a room, it's like, oh, here we go with the stigma. The mm-hmm. guy untrustworthy. So, you know, to sort of combat that and sort of get around that or finesse it, he comes in with a high five and he's smiling. He's got all the cool things to say, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to kind of throw yep. Diffuse everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of let it. I'm, I'm welcome. You know, what I'm saying you yeah. can invite me to the barbecue type yep. thing. So, <laughs> and so that being said, um, you know, it's just, it's just been a, a joy. And and unlike movies, you know, you do a movie unless you're doing sequels to a movie. Yep. Uh, you get in, you get out, you do your job, and you live with that character for mm-hmm. that period of time. But when yeah. this, you're able to really lean into mm-hmm. it. You get a chance to find different things that um, the writers are creating for you. They can take you in any kind of direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to be willing to do it, especially when the writing is good. So I've been very fortunate to be a part of this and, um, you know, just just to see where the value is in, in telling uh, the story uh, uh, along with Rashad Tate. Wow. And, you know, where do we leave off with him last season and where do we find him this season? Like, what can you tell us about what's going on for some of our readers that need to catch up (laughs) to figure out what's going on? (laughs) And for season one, you find him, um, he's going for the the gubernatorial race. He's trying to be governor, right? He's Mm -hmm. to, to win. And, um, where we find him in season two, literally he's like in his brother's basement, on a couch, hiding under a rock, 
<laughs> because he lost the gubernatorial run. He lost it. He's out of it. Mm-hmm. And his brother, Kamal, who's played by my real life brother. Yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> which is really awesome. I love that. Um, he's telling him, like, listen, failure is not uh, acceptable. Mm-hmm. You are a Tate. And so Rashad knows that he shouldn't interpret this as a, a failure, but as a lesson learned and how mm-hmm. he can find a way to, you know, get back into the game and climb that corp that, that, that political ladder and how he can incorporate some of the things that he's learned uh, along the way. And, um, you know, he's going to cross path with another St. Patrick more St. Patrick. It's Tariq. Tariq. This young boy need, you know, saying to get, yep. get, like, get out his way. But yeah. he, 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 once he sort of cross uh, the path of Tariq, he's trying to figure out how he can possibly utilize him. How can this person be an ally? Yeah. Or is he going to be an enemy ultimately? Yep. And that's what's nice about the storytelling. There's always this duplicity. Wow. There's this duality that's going on, and this the, the you know the tug of war of power. That's amazing. And you know you've had such a great dynamic career of so many movies, so many films. You know things that I've loved seeing you in, and yet you never age. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm hey. 42, so you know uh, it's just you know, it's always good. good. And at 42, I see Black Don't Crack. That's what they say. I see it. That melanin melanin is popping. You're glowing. I see you. I see you, Kimmy. (laughs) So how do you stay, like, in shape and grooming as, you know, we wrap this up? How do you stay that youthful look? Well, you know, for me, I uh, honestly, I just want to be the best version of myself. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? in the game for a long time. I've been in this industry for three decades, and I've seen how it has taken a toll on a lot of people. And mm-hmm. you know, for me, I wanted to run the, the marathon as opposed to the sprint. And so yep. I tried to avoid all the pitfalls that would, you know, um, cause self-destruction that mm-hmm. would cause a situation where, you know, I'm, I'm aged before my time. And, yep. you know, it just has a, a, an effect on your, your life altogether. So I decided to go the other route. I said, yeah. I don't want to go that route. I've seen it. Uh, the demise of so many people that I, I respect. And, and, and mm-hmm. so now, you know, for me, again, I just want to have the, um, the, you know, the best version of myself. So I have to be mindful about my health, my mm-hmm. mental space and um, my body and mind and my conscience. So yeah, it's, it all plays a part in it. that you're energized from the insights on today's episode of Tribe Goals. Tribe Goals is a member of the Multimedia Podcast Network Athleisure Studio, part of Athleisure Media and Athleisure Mag. Make sure to follow us and to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Himalaya, and Stitcher Premium. Visit us at athleisurestudio.com backslash tribe goals and follow us on Instagram at tribe.goals to see new episodes of Tribe Goals, as well as to see what other shows we have launched throughout our network. Tribe Goals is hosted by me, Kimmy Smith, and is executive produced by Paul Farkas and myself. Our theme music, Rough and Deep, is performed by Juggling. I'll be back with our next Tribe Goals guest. <laughs>